This is season two of the Truth and Transformation podcast, raw, real, unedited, no fluff. Grab your headphones if you've got little ones around you because this is not for children. We talk about sex, emotions, relationships, any shit that gets you down, we go there. I'm your host, Kirsty D. Let's go. Hello, 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 lovelies. Today I want to talk about healing in relationships, mistakes and vulnerability. I feel like this is a really, really important topic. I often feel like that, you know, I talk about things that I think is really important on the podcast. And this one I think is super, super, super important. As I say, I know I probably say that quite a lot because it's just true. <laughs> I often just think that. Um, But I feel like this is really, really important because, you know, I've said this before and I'll keep saying it, but, you know, we live in a, like, a world with, obviously, other humans and stuff. And, you know, there's things are going to come up in in relationships, whether it's your relationship with your boss, whether a relationship with your parent, partner, friendship, kids, like, you know, relationship stuff. There's nothing that activates us more. I've said this before than relationships I mean of course there are other things but like this is like one of the top things that will activate us other people will activate us relationships will activate us it will bring up all of our you know shit all of our I don't feel enough our fears our pain but it also it's not just that it also can bring so much just love joy healing expansion um laughter pleasure this like oh my gosh this just feels so fucking good if we allow it to and what I mean by if we allow it to like we have to you know participate in this so often what I see is people are are not very happy in their relationships you know they they will talk about it which you know we need to talk about these things you know healthy to talk about these things um you know I didn't episode last week on the motherhood wound like I you know me talking about that healed a lot of stuff for me when I suppressed all like you know my feelings and my emotions and my struggles didn't help me so much um when we actually start having conversations whether it's around you know our struggles with parenting whether you know our traumas whether you know um our sexual shame like whatever it is things start healing so this is the same in relationships you see people all the time you know, having a struggle in a relationship, as I say, could be with a boss, could be with um, a partner, could be with an in-law, like, and it's healthy, you know, to have these conversations and stuff. But there's these two parts to it, well, there's multiple parts to it, but two main parts to it where, you know, it's, you have to, you know, actually be doing the work on yourself and in relationships one of the things that I really believe and this is you know this podcast started as like um, a self-love podcast and I feel like it's just evolved and maybe I need to change the write-up because I haven't rewritten a new kind of write-up of what this podcast is about since um, season one but it was ultimately started as like a no BS self-love podcast Um, because you know one thing that you'll hear me say a lot um, you know if you've been following me more than probably a minute wherever you go like you've got to take yourself wherever you go you know there you are so like you know you not being a friend to yourself you not being kind to yourself is always going to hurt you you not teaming up with yourself is always going to hurt you because imagine like you know you know I don't know like you have to do something a project or someone with somebody that's like really really mean to you and not very nice to you it's not going to feel so good it's not going to flow it's probably going to feel quite harmful and you know impact you because you're human of course that would you know always being around with somebody who's putting you down so that's why I'm really really passionate about you know self-love and to me self-love isn't that you'll always feel great about yourself that you'll always particularly like yourself it's that realizing you're in a relationship with yourself so like you being a dick to yourself is not going to help you and never having grace or compassion with yourself never allowing yourself to want the things you want always putting yourself down it's not going to help you it's just going to make your life really fucking shit and for me we're also not doing self-love work if it's just all like me 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 rather than me too because unless you want to spend your whole life you know never going for your dreams or never working for somebody or working for yourself or you know even if like you're retired you know if you want to unless you want to spend all your time on your own and you never want to be around other humans which if you never want to be around other humans there's probably some 
trauma and stuff around there like of never trusting anyone the point is unless you want to spend every single you know minute of your life on your own it means you're gonna have relationships in your life humans don't survive on their own we don't i've said this before but we don't you know and build our own houses and you know gather all our own food and stuff i mean some people do but they'll still be in communities you know like there's a whole system that goes on so a part of loving yourself, a part of putting more love into the world is relationship work. Like for me, if you're not doing relationship work, are you even doing self-love work? Because otherwise you're like doing all this work on yourself and then you actually go out into the world because you have to actually go out into the world to survive. As I say, you need to get food. You know, we need, like we're a social species. Like you can't just you know, I'm an introvert, I love fucking hermiting and just being by myself, but I also need to go out into the world, and like, if I don't go out into the world, like, I'm never going to feel particularly good or particularly nourished, because humans, as I say, are a social species, so for me, unless you're doing relationship work, you're not doing um, self-love work, therefore you're not teaming up with yourself, therefore you're never going to feel your best, therefore life's never going to particularly flow for you, like you're always going to feel activated, you're always going to feel shit, you're always going to, you know, have issues around anxiety and stuff. So we have to have healing in relationships alongside our self-love work. We have to be allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, to put ourselves out there, you know, you know, if you've ever listened to the TED Talk, Brene Brown, The Power of Vulnerability, like, you know, when I really, really started putting myself out there, being um, vulnerable, and like, vulnerable isn't just sharing stuff with just any old person and like, any random, you know, because that, you know, not having boundaries is not vulnerability, it's just, um, you know, like, there's a difference between um, vulnerability and just being vulnerable. You know, I did a, there's a podcast episode here, that, um, you know, I talk about the divine masculine and the divine feminine. It's not about gender. It's just that we all have these different energies. And one of the things that I say, you know, on that is like, you wouldn't feel very safe and you wouldn't feel very protected if you were, say, out in the wild. And, you know, you could just see there was all these, like, I don't know, predators around you and you're just like out there fending for yourself. You'd feel more safe, more protected if there was, say, like a house or a structure or, um, something going on and obviously sometimes these can be a false illusion you know that's what war is that somehow these weapons are going to protect you but actually just causes more destruction but you get the point like we don't feel um good when we feel um if the 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 point is you're you're intuitive for a reason you have emotions for a reason they are protecting you there is they're saying to you this person this relationship something doesn't feel right there And in that, that gives you this rise to go, what do I need? Do I need to put a boundary in place? Do I need to walk away? Or is it actually, you know, I need to be vulnerable, i.e. vulnerability, i.e. learning to trust people rather than protecting myself all the fucking time, trying to protect myself from getting hurt. And so it's both, it's not one or the other, it's, you know, doing the, you know, sounds like a cliche, doing the inner work so that you can, you know, allow yourself to be open to the possibility of love and really, really healthy relationships. And then also, you know, doing the practical stuff, the human stuff around putting boundaries in place, taking care of yourself, taking care of your body without it becoming another thing to do, without it becoming another to-do list because then that's not self-love. It's just saying like, I need to do this, you know, to be enough. It's very bypassy. It's very much trying to get somewhere else, not allowing yourself to be where you are and telling yourself, you know, like I shouldn't feel like this and I shouldn't be here and I shouldn't be there. And it, so for me, it's, it's, it's not one or the other, it's both. It's like you do the inner work and also you do, I've been saying, banging on about this for like probably years now, but I call it like healing in the field. You actually have to, at some point, get out into the field and be around humans and see yourself be activated and be like, what's rising up in me to, you know, that wants to shift because otherwise, like, you know, if I can't ever, you know, go out and do these things, like, I've not actually healed anything. And of course, 
you know, sometimes we need to, I've said this before, we need to get off the field, aka, say somebody was like, you know, in a really, really abusive relationship, you know, like they, one of the best things they can do for themselves is to get out of that situation. However, it doesn't happen overnight. It has to be done in a safe place, in a safe way. They have to feel ready without shaming themselves, without people bullying them into it. You know, like, so there's a whole thing that goes on and we have to just trust like where we're at now until we feel something opening and shifting and we feel like strong enough to, to make a change or, you know, we, we see how we can do that because sometimes, well, we're literally can, sometimes people literally feel powerless. They're like, okay, you know, people are saying doing that, but I don't know the how and we get stuck in this how. So that's kind of a tangent, but basically, healing in relationships you know look like opening yourself up to being vulnerable as in not like I'm just gonna let any old person into my life I'm not gonna have boundaries no no that's like not vulnerability that's just you know um you like that's that's just like just hurting ourselves that's just like you know almost like self-harm you know, like, so it's not bad. It's not when you pick up on something and something feels off. No, no, no. That's when you actually, you know, really work on calming your nervous system, paying attention, paying attention when something doesn't feel good, honoring that, you know, you know, like you do that work. Um, but it is this thing of like, but I am going to open myself up to love, which AKA means being vulnerable, putting myself out there, you know, as I said, the, the power of vulnerability, uh, when I listen to that with Brene Brown, and like things like, so for instance, my husband's going to be on um, the podcast next, next week. And, you know, it, I like recently, like last, last year had this like big kind of like sexual awakening, which meant like I had all these like desires and things come up. And I felt really, really, really fucking vulnerable. Felt like, you know, like I just felt like I was going crazy. And I say that with discernment because I know sometimes people have said that to people as a way of gaslighting them and stuff. But I actually felt like that. I actually felt, you know, I was like literally like going in like crazy. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? But really what was happening is I was just healing all this trauma and all this stuff that was coming up. But I felt... um vulnerable I felt um needy like that was my conditioning um and but if I just shut that off and I wanted to I wanted to run away and and not deal with it like I just wanted to fucking run away just didn't want to you know deal with it I just but what happened is I allowed myself to be vulnerable and I started telling my husband you know what I was feeling, what was going on. And, you know, it doesn't matter how long you've been with somebody. It's always hard, I think, to be vulnerable. Um, And it, depending how much trust and stuff you've built with somebody, you know, it can be easier and sometimes, you know, like, you know, but I, I don't think it's ever easy, you know. And even though I'd been with Tony for like a really, really long time, like this was something new. This was something that I'd suppressed. This is something that I'd um, pushed down. This is something that I hadn't, you know, dealt with. And it had come up. And, you know, so I had to, well, I didn't have to, but I chose to be vulnerable. I chose to, you know, the, and, and that's like really, really scary because it's like, well, what if this person can't hold space for this? Um, you know, because... That, that can be really hard and that can be really, really painful. And what we often, what you often see people in relationships, they don't want to open up their heart because they, they fear they might get hurt. But what happens in reality is when you close your heart off or you never allow yourself to be vulnerable, aka, this could be looking like putting yourself out there and asking for something you want. You know, like um, Brene Brown, one of the examples she does is like initiating sex, something like that, allowing yourself to be really, really seen. Like you feel vulnerable in that because you open yourself up like, what if they don't get it? What if they reject me? And here's what's going to happen. Sometimes people will, quote unquote, make mistakes. Sometimes they'll get it wrong because they're human. Sometimes you'll get it wrong like sometimes you won't always get it right. Sometimes you will say or do something unintentionally 
that may hurt someone. And yes, people will say that, you know, nobody can really hurt you. You know, it's it's just how you feel about it. We're all in charge of our own, you know, um, feelings and all of that. That's true. And it's also not true. Like it's, it gets to be both, i.e., you know, yes, we're all in charge of how um, we take things on and what we make things mean and the meaning we give it. Yeah, because, you know, the same thing could happen to two different people and they feel very differently about it. And also part of being human means that we're an independent species, which means we're supposed to actually pick up on and care about how each other feels whilst you can't take it on for somebody else everybody has their own path but like if you don't care about that like that's a very very dangerous kind of um society and humanity to be in so it's like realizing sometimes you will disappoint people and you will upset somebody and people won't always like it and it's not all on you but if you stop caring about that that's also dangerous so we have to be willing to forgive ourselves and forgive other people but not this premature f- forgiving people because have you ever forgiven somebody and like you um you didn't truly Lee, it was still there and you just felt like it was the right thing to do but then it ended up building this resentment because you hadn't properly healed you know people always talk about um you know forgiving people for the things that they've done but it's like if you're not there if you're not ready and some people in this lifetime may never be ready for some to forgive people for some of the things they've done because it's just you know you know just feels so unthinkable I think about some of the stuff that you know I see happening in the world and I just think I'm not so enlightened that I think I could forgive that person if that had happened to me. So I don't think we should put forgiveness on this pedestal, but also on a very, very human level, people will make, and I'm going to say it again, in quotes. Why am I saying it in quotes? Not to, um, not to, um, oh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Not to minimize it, I guess. Not to make it less than, like, that's not what I'm trying to do but I just to say you know it is all perception of around it is all perfectionism it is all our ego of saying like this is how things should be and this is how things shouldn't be you know and it's it's it is this in all honesty this entitlement of how we think people should say and respond and and do things but like we actually have no idea you know um what somebody's been through even if somebody's a family member you don't know how they were feeling you know you know all the times in their life you don't know um everything from like their childhood and their traumas and and how things made them feel so my point is people will react at times people won't always you know um behave in like in quotes their best selves and again i say that in quotes because like what does that effing mean it it means again conditioning around how we think we should be never really really feeling enough and always trying to arrive somewhere else and I'm all for like trying to be the best human we can be but we also have to like you know be kind to ourselves where we are so healing in relationship means um letting go of our entitlement of how we think things should be um what I say a lot is people will complain about their relationships and stuff all so 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 valid and you know sometimes we just need to get things off our chest and it's healthy and we've all done it and we will all do it again at you know like I say we need to there's a difference between getting something off your chest and this healthy venting and just um I guess you know complaining about something relentlessly but actually with this unconsciousness entitlement where you're actually not doing the work you know people often will say about relationships and their relationships not being good but they're also um they're not putting in the work they're just blaming the other person they're not looking at their own stuff they're not looking at their activations they're not putting boundaries in place and not because they're doing anything bad or wrong or they're just not very nice people I think the very opposite but just because of conditioning just because we do so much on autopilot just because we might not be aware just because it might be in in the shadow and because it's a self-protection to you know um 
either blame everybody else or blame ourselves and then feel like you know we were powerless to change it but it's actually not true if you want a really really good relationship you have to actually show up and you have to be willing to look at your stuff willing to look at where sometimes you react not because it's bad we all react you know not in the best ways at times like there's no human that doesn't that means the people you love will also not react in the best way at times the people you love will also as I say I'm going to say in quotes make mistakes not to minimize it not to you know make it not valid but just because they're human and it's really really down to you to decide you know um, I guess like, you know, what's okay for you, what's not for you to put boundaries in place for you to say, actually, I'm not okay with this and I'm not available for you to be brave enough when it's not okay for you to walk away rather than complaining about um, people who do these things, but like, you're not actually walking away or doing the inner work and meeting them halfway you know, because really that's not love. When you're expecting people to be some sort of superhuman and never mess up and never make a mistake. And of course, you know, if somebody says they're going to do something and, and like they don't change, you have to realize that you could potentially be in a bit of an abusive relationship where they say like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do the work and I won't do it again, but then just keep doing it again. That's when you have to realize there is a part of you that that's on you because you didn't walk away or you didn't have a boundary or and I'm not talking about this walking away in this like way of just like I'm done and wherever and like ignoring the person and ghosting the person that's not what I'm talking about although most of us will have either done that or had that experience where somebody's done that to us but again that's because they didn't know how to deal with that situation I remember um three years ago you know, a friendship broke down and it really, really screwed in my head for a really, really long time. Um, oh, my neighbor's being very noisy. <laughs> I hope you can still hear me. Since we've moved around this town and there's a lot more noise, but it's just real life vibes, so we just have to go go with it. Um, but basically, I put boundaries in place and then, like, she wanted nothing to do with me, cut me out completely, ghosted me. And I took it really, really badly and it just, it just like, you know, like it just broke something in me. I know that sounds really, really like dramatic, but it did. And one thing that I've learned now is that ghosting is actually um, very traumatic for people. It's, you know, feels like this total um, betrayal. It's just very, very human um because I was like you know why has this got to me so much like you know it's not like I was in a romantic relationship with this person like this is just a friendship like what is wrong with you Kirsty but actually it's very very normal to feel like that because you know friendships actually do matter to us we do you know care about people you know it is it is still a relationship you know humans were feeling beings but also there was what I now know is that, you know, when we, somebody ghosts us, obviously we, we start because they haven't, you know, responded to us, they haven't spoke to us. Obviously, of course, you go, you know, in your head and kind of go, well, you know, like you start making up all these stories of like, you know, is it because I did this? Is it because I did that? And obviously then you feel, because you have no answers. You're like, was I, was I, you know, not good enough? You can go into self-blaming, then you can go into anger, all these things, because there's nothing to work with. They've just cut you out. And also it can feel like this betrayal because you finally, you know, um, put boundaries in place and now they don't want to know you. So then it's like, well, did they ever actually care about me? And it might just be that they just didn't know how to deal with your boundaries and, um, you know, like, they felt they felt it as a rejection. And again, that's somebody else is, you know, um, that's their stuff, but sometimes people aren't willing to look at their stuff, so they'll put it on you. And yes, you can look at them, maybe some million ways that, you know, didn't need to get to that point. And, but this is where, like, we have to be careful about blaming ourselves for everything because, you know, I looked at that situation if I'd put boundaries in place earlier and it's all these things and then we so mean to ourselves and then we blame ourselves and, you know, we kind of look in hindsight. 
but actually all of these things are actually just helping us to heal in relationships and to have healthy relationships by realizing all the ways we didn't so-called get it right i.e you know i did make mistakes in that you know and but it's it that but i was supposed to you know and it was a really really profound experience for me that just changed so much for me and I'm really really grateful for it now but like at the time it just fucking hurt so fucking much and I didn't really I didn't really understand it I didn't because I was like come on we're friends like let's work it out but like they didn't want to work it out they didn't want to be in a relationship where I was going to have boundaries, you know, and, but the thing is no relationship can thrive if there is no boundaries. If somebody expects you to, you know, um, self-sacrifice, like it's not sustainable, but I don't think that person was consciously doing that. But again, that's the entitlement. That's the, you know, because we've been conditioned that's what love should be like we've been very conditioned that you know love should just be easy and flow and you should just put up with shit um and not have to do the work so as I say you see this all the time people complain about their relationships but they're not actually doing the work like she didn't wasn't doing the work to look at where she was activated where she felt this sense of you know rejection when I put a boundary in place rather than you know be able to sit with that because I was never doing it to be mean I was literally just like I can't be, you know, like I, you know, I've got two kids, I've got a a husband, you know, at the time I was working um, part time, like I just didn't have the energy, the capacity for it all. So she would basically like, you know, ring me kind of like, you know, all the time and message me all the time. And I was like, becoming like her free kind of coach, it it felt incredibly one-sided, but I felt, you know... I I thought that's what made me a good friend and I really, really cared about her. And, you know, so like I, I was overgiving, but I didn't know I was overgiving. Um, My body knew I was overgiving because it didn't feel good, but I was very conditioned around that love. And then when I started learning about healthy relationships, I'm like, no, we actually have to do that. We actually don't have to overgive there's a difference between giving and overgiving when you've overgiven you'll know because you'll feel resentful you'll feel burnt out you'll feel overwhelmed you'll feel this urgency of like I need to be there for them I need to fix this I need to make things better you know very kind of like um trauma responses these fawn responses and stuff none of these things are bad they're just very very human but it's like, for me, when we start actually healing in relationships, this looks like we look at our activations. We look at where we're scared to put boundaries in place. We we look at where we're frightened to communicate something. We look at where we've made mistakes or somebody else has made a mistake. And we look at like, okay, do we want to work this out together? Or does this just show we're, we're not compatible? But here's the thing, your brain will always tell you that like so you know if something happens and you feel activated you will always you know you probably question like oh we're not compatible blah 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 and like sometimes maybe you're not but also sometimes it's your unwillingness to be vulnerable because you're really really scared to open your heart up in case you get hurt but here's one something I'm gonna say you will get hurt in relationships I know nobody wants to hear this everybody because everybody's trying to protect themselves from it right I'm not talking about hurt where like somebody does something really awful and abusive like obviously you know if something's coming like that up in a relationship as I say get yourself out of those situations get yourself support you know get a therapist or um I mean I get somebody you trust some sort of help have discernment there's a lot of dodgy therapists out there but get support trust your intuition on that um you will get hurt at times in relationships. Your partners, your loved ones, your kids, um, friends, families, at some point will probably say something that will activate something in you that will hurt, that will, you know? And you will do the same to people at times. Now, we all have to work on minimizing that as much as possible. How do you do that? Trying to come, coming from a place of love over fear. As I said, working on your own shit. But if you're trying never to get fucking hurt, 
you just stay in pain and you lock in all the shit you don't want because you're not open, you've closed off in that. And if you're not open, you're also not open to receiving love, expansion, pleasure, bliss, wealth, joy, like all the things you want because you're closed. So here's the thing, if you open your heart up, yes, and you start letting people in, yes, sometimes you're going to get hurt, not going to lie, but, and it's a big fucking but, relationships aren't about never hurting each other, they're about you then come together to clean it up and heal, me and Tony have hurt each other at times, anybody who I really, really love, you know, I think about family members and stuff, there are times hurt me, I've at times hurt them, not on purpose, not consciously, just, you know, whether we've reacted to something, whether we've said something, whether, like, and we didn't realise that that would, you know, activate something in somebody else. But you know what? That doesn't actually, that's not actually what causes the the big traumas. That's not actually what causes the big emotional um, suffering. What causes that is people not cleaning it up afterwards. You know, when I've said something, you know, like um, in the past to my husband that, you know, um, I didn't realise would, you know, be hurtful or upsetting, you know, um, or he's done, you know, the same to me. It wasn't that, that it was actually the thing. It would have been how we dealt with it afterwards. You know, like it's very rarely the thing. It's it's the coming together. So if I'm going to use the example of this um you know, friendship that, um, you know, like broke down. That could have been very different if she had worked on her activation and said, when you put this boundary in place, I know you didn't mean to, but I felt rejected in that. I felt unloved. I felt you didn't care about me or whatever it was for her. I don't know what it was for her. It might just be she didn't actually really give a shit about me. And that's hard on me to accept. And that's when we have to allow ourselves to feel that. And then we also have to decide like, okay, well, we'd, let's let's feel that and then open up our hearts so we can have relationships that aren't like that, you know? Um, because some people will just love on you for you and they actually don't just want to take from you. They they want to give to you as well. And it's this, um, what I call an equal um, relationship of like you both in it, you both want to give to each other, you both want to give to the relationship and you're both also receiving and it's but not on this like weird 50-50 thing because, I mean, that's just a sign of an unhealthy relationship where it's like, well, I give you this and so now I want this back. Oh, I've given more than, than you give. Like if you're tallying up, like you got some inner work to do because you're trying to meet your needs in really, really unhealthy ways. Like everything you do is from a transaction. Now, here's the thing. You can't completely get away from transactions, you know, there is no such thing as, you know, I always think of joy from friends on this, but like there are no um, selfless good deeds. Like I I really, really think that like when you actually give to somebody in a way it feels good, it actually does feel good for you. And this is what people don't understand. When you give, you also receive. But when you're giving, trying to get, you put both parties in lack. But when you give and and you feel good about the giving, it doesn't matter so much what you get back, but you will you'll you'll you will get something back. As in not necessarily directly from them, but just you will start feeling nourished because you've come from this abundant place and you'll be surprised what will come to you from from doing it from that place. Like you know, so it's coming from this rather than trying to get this abundant place of giving. But like if you're giving and you're burning yourself out and you have no boundaries and your cup is empty, you're not actually really giving, you're depleting. And and that just hurts. So it's about, you know, realizing that, you know, sometimes you'll react not in the best ways. Sometimes other people won't react in the best ways. And also we have to have discernment with that. Like, what does that mean? Again, it's this um, conditioning around of how people should react, how things should be, you know, what is so-called like healthy and stuff. What we've got to realize is like, um, you know, like two opposing things can both be right. So somebody can be like, you know, this is what I think. 
and somebody else can think something else and they can both be right. But to our ego, to our entitlement, we don't want to accept that. We just all want to be right. But like, you know, two add three equals five. But also you can get five by two add two plus one. Two different words, but they can both be right. Two opposing things can both be right. And, but we don't, we don't like that. We want to be like, but this is what I think. And we want to make people wrong and bad and, you know, like, and not consciously, but like unconsciously we do this. Unconsciously we do this and go, why did they do this? Why did they say this? Or why did I do this? Why did I say that? Why did I, you know, react like that? Rather than this thing that's coming up, this thing that's activating me, is it really about the thing? Or is it about me avoiding a certain feeling? So, okay, when when this happens, I feel unloved, or I feel not appreciated, or I feel abandoned, and I feel they don't care about me. Is it really about the thing, or is it about you not wanting to feel that? But if actually you allow yourself to feel those things, and then you go, oh, okay, there's information here. This makes me feel like that. Okay, can I can I communicate that? Okay, Maybe I don't want to communicate it. Why do I not want to communicate? Maybe it doesn't feel safe to communicate that. Okay, well, that's information. That's wisdom for you. So you can create healthy relationships with, you know, people It does feel safe to do that. Or is it actually because, you know, you're trying to protect yourself from getting hurt? You're unwilling to be vulnerable. And if you're unwilling to ever be vulnerable in a relationship, aka put yourself out there because you're trying to protect yourself from getting hurt, all you do is keep staying in pain because you're not actually open. You know, unless you have the courage to actually put yourself out there when you could potentially, you know, fall or you could potentially, you could put yourself out there and really go all in and really love someone and they may not love you back. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt like a motherfucker, you know? But here's the thing. Don't put yourself out there. Don't be vulnerable. You'll never have that love. So we have to trust ourselves and our ability to heal, which basically means there will be a point where you'll put your heart out there and that person's just going to like hold it, grab it and fucking love on you. And you will probably at times activate the shit out of each other and you will both at times, you know, make mistakes. And as I say, it's not so much about what what you fucking do. It's about the cleanup afterwards and then learning from that so that you don't keep making the same in quotes, mistakes, not to invalidate it. Like people do stuff for various different reasons. You may never understand why people did the things they do, but when we stop taking it so personally and realize they did that, and it's not to excuse people's behavior, but it's like maybe, but it's coming from this place, I guess, of empathy of like, people don't do things without a reason. They might not always consciously know the reason, but they always do things for a reason. Like, there's always this kind of shadow thing of why people do the things they do. Whether it's like, you know, why somebody would, you know, have an affair or why somebody would say something or like whatever. And when we stop judging that and we allow people to be really, really authentic to themselves and we stop seeing people as like, it's like they're the problem and actually realise it's it's us that aka not blaming yourself but it's like when we're in resistance when we're saying this isn't how it this isn't how it should be that is our entitlement now there is this healthy entitlement there is this healthy form of you know i guess like narcissism which doesn't mean you're you know a narcissist but there is this healthy form of it there's this healthy codependency different to being completely codependent my point is there's purposes for all of these things but you have to be willing to and there'll be some people that you know it's not going to play a ball like you're going to be doing the inner work and you're going to be like I don't know what to do I feel powerless you know they're not doing the inner work they don't care like you know I can't reason with this person but that's when you have to either make the decision to you know, walk away, or if it's a situation where you can't physically walk away, you know, like, I don't know, maybe you're, um, you know, it's an ex-partner, but you have a child together or something, you have to communicate. There are things you can do to help yourself be well. So, you know, like, there is always something you can do, but trying to run away from 
the feelings of when they do this, it makes me feel like this. You're you're always going to end up in pain. But when you go, when they do this, it makes me feel like this. You can actually start bringing around your own healing. And then if you're in relationships where, you know, the people aren't like that, hopefully, you know, you're not in relationships like that, but, you know, but you do find yourself activated. You can look at where you're trying to run away, where you're not willing to be vulnerable, where you're not willing to put yourself out there. Like I have friendships and stuff now that if I hadn't been vulnerable, I wouldn't have. You know, if I hadn't put myself out there, you know, and open myself up to friendship because, you know, one of, um, you know, like my bestest friends that I fucking love to bit, like when I met up with her, I almost didn't meet up with her. We'd like met at an event, um, you know, and stayed in touch online. And then she was like, oh, do you want to meet up? Do you want to grab a drink? And I almost didn't fucking go because I was just like, oh, this friendship thing's so hard. And like, I just keep getting hurt. And like, I just keep getting it wrong. And it was this very, I guess, um, self-pity um, thing. But also like, we actually need to have some of that. Like we need to have that empathy and that compassion with ourselves when we've been hurt. But if I'd never ever gone for that thing, like I wouldn't have the relationship that I have with her now. And it's healed so much. So this is what I'm talking about, healing in relationships. We can do so much healing on our own. We can, you know, validate ourselves. We can look at, you know, what it is we were wanting from somebody that we didn't feel we got and actually do the the work on ourselves, the self-love work. But also it's not supposed to be this single event. We're supposed to come together in community and also do some healing in relationships, aka. And I remember saying to her when we met up and like, I just, you know, um, I like, I, we both just laid our cards on the table from the, like, wasn't expecting to, but we ended up just talking and then somehow we both ended up just having like this really, really deep conversation and stuff. And I ended up telling her stuff that, you know, um, to, you know, society or whatever, like, oh, she went in a bit deep there first. Like it wasn't planned. It wasn't intentional. I just kind of like, it just came out. And, um, you know, she told me some stuff about what she'd been going through. And basically, um, what it came about is like, you know, I said to her, you know, um, sometimes like, you know, I can't always do things. I'm not always available because I have kids and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, sometimes I've been friends with people that they've not got that. And then it's the friendships broken down because I haven't been able to give that. And she basically said something along the lines of this has happened to me. She didn't have kids, but she basically said like, you know, I've got this situation um, and sometimes it means that I can't do X, Y, and Z, and that's caused f- problems in my, you know, like friendships and relationships and broke things down. And it was just, so from day one, we both knew this information about each other. And, you know, like, but we had to be willing to give that. Now, do I think you should always give that straight away? No, I think you should have um, boundaries. I think not, you know, everybody... Um, is a, you know, it's not always, um, you've got to have discernment with that. Um, but there's something in my heart that just knew there was, it was like divine intervention and it just, it healed so much. And I almost didn't go. I almost didn't, you know, meet up with her, but I was willing to go again. I was willing to be vulnerable I was willing to do that healing work. I was willing to look at my own stuff and my own pain and my own heartache and my own, oh, when I feel activated. You know, we have to be willing to actually do the work and to really look at our entitlement of like, oh, my relationships aren't working. Oh, I feel activated. Oh, my family do this. Oh, that. But it's just like, you can't control what other people will do, nor do you even want to, because that doesn't, that would be exhausting, always trying to, you know, get people to do what you think is right, you're always going to be in lack, they're never going to feel good, they're never going to feel truly loved, and you're not going to feel truly loved, oh my gosh, can you hear the, I don't know if you can hear dogs next door barking in agreement, 
So we have to allow ourselves to open our hearts up, to be vulnerable, to risk getting our ass kicked, to risk getting hurt. To We have to be willing to risk it without um, being reckless and not having boundaries, With without being reckless and not listening to our intuition where it says, this doesn't feel okay for me. And then we communicate that. And if we can't communicate it, we ask ourselves why. Is it because something in my body is telling me this isn't safe? It might be that it's not that it's not an actual safe person. It might be because you've got some trauma and things to heal. Or it might be that actually they're not, but you'll only know that by your willingness to show up, to show up as if it's like this assignment. You know, and and trust your ability to thrive and to heal and to be loved and to love people. You know, when we're trying to change people, we aren't loving them. And what's really, really sad is a lot of people are trying to change somebody rather than loving who they are. And it doesn't feel good to that person. The same as it doesn't feel good when somebody does that to you. But also, it's totally okay to not be able to love something about somebody. It doesn't make you bad or wrong. It's just information. It's just wisdom. And then you have this thing of like, you can accept that, you know, or you or you can put a boundary in place or you can leave. You can like, you know, sounds like such a cliche, you can set them free. You know, like sometimes relationships break down because somebody's setting you free. They might not be conscious of doing that. They may actually have just been an ass to you. But on a soul level, you were set free. Like this friendship that ended for me, and I've had many end, on a soul level, they were setting me free because they couldn't love me when I was taking care of myself. For whatever reason, it activated something in them where, you know, it wasn't enough for them and that's okay. Like what I had to give wasn't enough for them. That hurts. But if you're honest with yourself, sometimes what people have to give you isn't enough for you. And it's not because that person isn't innately good enough and it's not because you're not innately good enough, right? Everybody's innately good enough. Nobody's the chosen one who's not good enough. But in that time in your life, maybe you're not compatible or maybe you are. Maybe you have to look at your own um, entitlement of how things should be and actually do the work and also realize there is no one person to meet all your needs and all your desires, there isn't. This is why I'm going to have my husband on, you know, um, next week. Because that was something that we've been doing a really, really long time. We don't think it's each other's job. Like, it's not my husband's job to make me happy, nor is it my job to make him happy. But we also care about each other's happiness. And we, we, we factor that in when we're making decisions and when we're doing things. But we're also... You know, I I did a masterclass on this in my membership of like creating win-win situations. Those things won't happen necessarily overnight. Sometimes you will um, have to let people down. Sometimes you will disappoint people. Sometimes people aren't going to get it. Sometimes people aren't going to like it. And you have to be willing to do that because the self-sacrificing leads to resentment. It leads to um, frustration um, it leads to this really, really unhealthy like perfectionism of like how you expect people to show up and how this this expectation of yourself, but you're not always going to to show up in those ways because you're human and humans are, you know, perfectly flawed. And what does flawed mean? Again, flawed is our ego again of saying how things should be. You are going to make fucking mistakes. And as I say, I say mistakes in quotes because it's a human concept but we are fucking human as well. So like, we actually need that. We actually need that language of feeling like this wasn't the way for me. So we can discover what our way is. And the way will be at times bumpy and rocky. And it also gets to be beautiful when you start looking at people rather than 
looking at the world of like, oh, I hate people and people do this and people do that and actually see people from these really imperfect beings that are just trying to figure out their their own shit. Like that's what everybody's doing. And it's never it's never really about you. It's about the way they perceive things and the way they interpret things because of their, you know, experience, because of their upbringing, because of, you know, things that you will never understand that, you know, they've been through, like things they might not even know themselves, things they might have suppressed in themselves. You can actually do so much healing in relationships and you can gift so much healing, not because you're trying to, not because, you know, like when you're trying to get somewhere else you know when you're trying to make say for instance somebody feel better or you're trying to get yourself to a different place whether it's emotionally or whatever it's not actually loving it basically says to yourself and signals to the other person like where you're at right now is not enough and we do this to ourselves all the time we do this to other people all the time we're not present we don't actually show up we stay in this resistance we fight with things and we go ah this shouldn't be this way rather than be like okay this is how I'm feeling right now let's fucking show up to this let's be with this but we try to numb it we react all normal things all human things we all need those things to some degree there's a purpose for everything that literally is as in you know like when we're um you know reacting and like you know I've talked about this before I don't know if on the podcast or maybe it's in my membership of like if we didn't at times react we would be dead you know like so there's a purpose to all these like so-called unhealthy things that you know humans do and also we have to acknowledge that sometimes they are unhealthy and to not keep operating out of it but the biggest thing that I'm gonna say is you have to know that there is a such thing as healthy entitlement like you are worthy of like love and joy and pleasure and relationships that actually feel really good and nourish you and healthy like you're not the chosen one who is not worthy of that so that's healthy entitlement but there's an unhealthy really entitlement that really really hurts you when you're like this shouldn't be like this and blah, blah, blah. and again those things are valid there's a healthy part to that it's a healthy part of resisting you know if somebody was doing something to really hurt you healthy part of that right so don't wrong yourself don't make that but there's also this we have to become aware of unhealthy entitlement in ourselves unhealthy expectations on other people of like what they should say and what they should do and what they should get expecting people to you know um just get it because they want what's obvious to you is not obvious to somebody else and when you free people of that and you see your you know entitlement and where you're trying to get something from somebody where you're trying to be seen or heard or witnessed or validated not bad things human things every human does that every single human does that right but when you realize you've put yourself in lack there's this unhealthy entitlement in that as i say there's also healthy entitlement so don't wrong yourself And you actually go, hmm, what was I expecting from that person? Did they even know I was expecting that? And even if they did know, and they probably didn't, let's be honest, is like, can they physically do that? And maybe they can't, or maybe they can, but it doesn't actually nourish them. And it's not loving if it doesn't nourish them. So when you start doing this work on yourself and you start looking at what nourishes you, the activation stuff also starts becoming something that, you know, can actually fucking nourish you as well because you what you start realizing is, ah, this is coming up because this is, you know, a portal for healing in me. When this thing happens, when this person says that, when whatever it is, that makes me feel this and I'm trying to run away from feeling that when we stop trying to run away from feeling that and then instead we go what do I need in this moment things like inner child healing what do I need to say to myself what do I need to communicate what do I need to walk away from what do I need to put a boundary in place like what is it saying to me it's information there's wisdom in all your fucking emotions and where am I also internalizing everything 
and you know making it all about me of like they think this and they did this rather than seeing that other person as also a person with their own stuff and it's really not about you it's about their stuff and when you can actually see that person from you know sounds very corny but from the eyes of love and actually they're reacting and they're in their you know things that they've pushed down you totally change the energy and you start dropping transactions as much as possible as I say you can't completely drop transactions you know because everything's energy so everything you do will have some sort of energetic transaction but it's not bad it's just it is what it is but our work is to make sure we're coming from this like conscious loving transaction most people are walking around all day long doing unconscious transactions getting pissed off with people oh this happened oh that happened oh they didn't do this they didn't do that and like pissing themselves off over things they can't control over things people didn't know about over with people who have conditioning with people who have trauma with people like that are just doing their best and even people that you know and perhaps not doing their best there's there's a there's a reason for that we just don't know. We'll, we'll never know all the things. But what they're doing in that is they're actually, you know, they, they're using that unconsciously to not actually have to step up and to look at their own stuff. They're blaming other people so that they don't have to do the work on themselves and, and feel it. Because if you can blame everybody else, and I'm not saying that people haven't, done awful things and hurt you and all of that you know because of course they have your human but the point is whilst you stay in that whilst you're in that you don't have to like look at your stuff you don't have to actually step up you don't actually have to rise up it's like a genius way for you not to have to wake up to not have to look at your own stuff to not have to feel it to not have to be with it, to not actually be vulnerable, to not actually go for the things you want. Because you can go, well, I can't because of this person and I can't because of that person. And all of those things are true and valid. There will be things that, you know, you can't feel you can do. You might not have the opportunities, the, the privilege, like what all the things, all valid things, all things that happen in the human experience. But there are always things you can do. There is always ways that you can speak to yourself. There is always the choice to decide that you are good enough. There's always the choice to be brave and to be courageous. There is always the choice to have the uncomfortable conversation. There is always the choice to walk away. There is always the choice to give something another go. There is always the choice to sit in the discomfort. There is always a choice to feel your feelings. There is always a choice to be kind to yourself. There's always a choice to be kind to other people. There are multiple choices there are multiple ways you can come back into your power there are multiple things you can do at any one time or you can spend your whole life in resistance blaming people you know feeling like I can't do this feeling powerless um saying things never work out putting it all on other people putting it on your partner putting it on like making it a them problem they did this they did that government did this etc 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 all valid all like it's all fucking valid we don't have to invalidate it and 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 when we're doing that we're unconsciously giving our power away to that so that we don't have to come back into our own power because we're afraid of our own power we've been learned not to trust ourselves so that we don't actually have to take responsibility for our lives and so we don't have to be vulnerable and so we don't have to risk that we might get hurt not realizing unconsciously that's the very reason we are hurt very reason we are in pain because we're not actually fucking open we're not actually willing to take some risks i'm not talking about these like reckless things I'm talking about opening up our heart, feeling the shit, doing the work, you know, like, um, like, actually, like, okay, I'm all in, you know, whether it's like you go all in on doing your healing work, you go all in on, on your relationship, whether you hire somebody like myself, whether you join my membership, whether you go down another route, like, 
it really doesn't matter like follow your intuition but like you actually decide to like rise up you know one of the things that I've talked about you know probably quite a few times is like there was this moment and I always call it my choose to rise moment where I literally realized I couldn't change or understand some of the things that happened I couldn't always comprehend some of the things that had happened in my life but one thing I could to decide to do was to take care of myself, to know that wherever I go, as I say, I was going to be there. And and like literally like rise up to that. And it changed my life. And it hasn't always been smooth. There's been times when it's been really, really fucking wild. And I really felt like, oh my gosh, you know, this, why is this happening? Why is that not happening? And a lot of it was around relationship stuff. And when I realized a part of doing self-love work is a part of doing relationship work, of like looking at where I get activated, looking at where I don't respond in the best way, looking at all of that stuff. And realizing that sometimes things are actually working out for you, even if you're in, say somebody's, you know, feeling like in a literal hell right now, feeling in a really not good place. Like, if you're listening to this, it's like your soul is saying to you, there is another way. But don't bypass the human. Like, be kind to the human you. Take care of you. But also realise there are infinite possibilities. But, like, you'll never be open to that is if every time you feel activated, you just blame the other person and there's this entitlement of how things should be. Rather than, as I say, you know, two add three equals five. So does two plus two plus one. I think I've said that right. You get the point. There's different ways of making the number five. Five represents change. So just because you won't always get how somebody else does something, just because you might not always understand how, why people are the way they are or why something activates you, doesn't mean we always have to wrong it we can actually um, be vulnerable and be trusting ourselves and forgive ourselves and forgive other people and stop holding um, people to ransom for them not being perfect because that's just a recipe to hurt yourself and to hurt them. For people at times making mistakes, as I say, I'm not talking about mistakes that just you know in your whole body like actually that that's that's not okay for me that's like I can't do like you know it's it's knowing yourself but then you've got to communicate that and you've got to first be honest with yourself about what you want not suppress it like what do you actually fucking want like what do you need what do you desire relationships can be a portal for healing or they can be a portal for destruction and that is something that when you start listening to yourself, you actually get the say on that. And I know we want to think it's all on somebody else. And I'm, of course, you know, there are exceptions, you know, as I say, you see somebody in like a really, somebody's in a really, really abusive, you know, relationship or something. But then there does, you know, but then you, there's so much where we have to realize that we actually are in control of and we it gets to a point where you have to decide to fly the damn plane of your life is what I say there's a training on this in, in my membership but it's like it's your life and the, the only person that can really 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 make it the very best it can be is you nobody can do it for you but let people help you you know I have this thing where as I say I say fly the damn plane of your life like you know, if you think of an aircraft, there's other passengers on board, you know, there's an aviation team. You don't have to do it as a solo event. Let relationships actually be healing by you doing the work. Like, actually do the work. And if you're in a relationship where you feel like the other person's not doing the work, like, you you have to then make a decision of, like, is it enough if I just do the work? And what you'll find is you just doing the work often has the power to change something in them. But if you're trying to change them, you hurt them and you're actually not coming from a place of love. And that can be a, you know, that will hurt you and the relationship.
But what you might find is they do actually change or they might not, but that will be intel for you. But you have to do it for you rather than this entitlement. If I do this, they'll change. Because that's not fucking love. You have to decide that you are doing it for you because it's your life. And if somebody else isn't doing the work, it's on you to decide if you're going to walk away. And if you're not going to walk away, then bring acceptance to it. Be honest with yourself that there's a part of you, maybe unconsciously, but you're choosing to stay in that situation. I'm not talking about when people are, you know, genuine situations that, you know, they don't know how to get out of. But there is always something, you know, if you're listening to this, there is always something you can do. And this is where sometimes we just have to ask ourselves or God or whatever you believe in, if you don't believe in that, it's fine, just say it to yourself, give me the courage, give me the grace, give me the strength to deal with this. And let the how come to you. You don't need to know how to do something. When you follow your intuition, the how will come. Just take the next you know, what feels like the next right step to you, keep taking it and you will create healing in your relationships. It's inevitable. You can't not create healing in your relationships. As I said, I'm going to have the husband on next week. You will create healing in your relationships. You just will. That was a lot. So I'm going to end it there. As I said, I will be back next week with my husband. If you've enjoyed this, check out my membership. I've also got a new offering, which is called Soul Psychic Session, where we um, we work on like creating, like you know, working with your soul and the human, and also what your soul team wants you to know. We do like a five card um, reading. So check out all that. And if you want to go really, really, really deep and you're like, fuck it, I'm in, I'm going to go all in. I'm doing the whole thing. I have an awakening package, which is three months, one-to-one with me and get the membership as well. Um, so yeah, check that out. All the information is at Kirsty D or follow me on Instagram or in my Facebook group. I go live in there every Wednesday. So check out all of that. And I will speak to you next week. And I will also have my husband with me. So have a wonderful day or evening, depending on when you're watching, watching, listening to this. And I will speak to you then. Namaste.